Hello, and welcome to the Mesh Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we will be looking at our Week 5 Leadership Tip on being a driver or a passenger. Now to our host, David Stafford. tip is just going to be being a driver or passenger. So many of us are going through an adulthood right now. Um, the concept of creating or consuming is, is large part how we choose to spend our time. We're either going to be doing things or things are going to be happening to us. One of my favorite moments I've ever had with Pastor Randy Jumper, we were dealing with one of the young adults in one of my Bible studies at one time. The young adult was struggling with a lot of life stuff, couldn't figure out how to do life, couldn't you know, make good decisions, couldn't pick out good friends, um, and really genuinely struggled not making sinful choices. And Randy Jumper leaned forward as this young person is expounding how everything is wrong. And he goes, have you not listened to a word that I've said for the last three years? It had gone through, and he had been a passenger through his own life experience. Leaders understand that they are the drivers of their own experience. Um, you choose, you're responsible for your attitude, and you're responsible for your destination of where you're going. Some point when you're 16, 18, or 22, your parents relinqu- relinquished the keys to a car to you for you to drive. And hopefully during that transition, you gave up watching TV, watching YouTube in the back, texting, um, really doing anything that's not paying attention to the road. You transition from sitting back into owning your experience of sitting behind a wheel, steering forward and driving. To be a leader, you have to take responsibility for yourself. Then and only then are you capable of moving outside yourself. You heard Kevin Lyle say it took him a couple of jobs to get to the job that he enjoys having now. Part of success is knowing where you're going and being okay with imperfect paths on your way to get there. I love listening to missionaries talk about how God has called them to do something and they have no idea how they're going to get there. They're always confused as to where the money's going to come from, where the borders are closing, and they they always are confused at how how it's going to accomplish, and they say things like, only God, and then God eventually proves himself. But so often we say, only me, and then we fail. Um, Jesus says in Luke 14, uh, 27 through 30, anyone who won't shoulder his own cross and follow behind me can't be my disciple. Is anyone who planning to build a new house doesn't first sit down and figure out the cost so you will know if you can complete it. If you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money, you're going to look pretty foolish. Everyone passing by will poke fun and they'll say things like, he started something that he couldn't finish. So at some point, you'll have to bear your own cross uh, in your own life. And this is where you have to choose how you're gonna respond. And this is when you have to decide that you're going to have a positive attitude. Uh, One of, there's a person I watch from far away, uh, my wife's personal trainer, Peter, He's a, he's a pretty nice dude. He's, he works in reality a little bit. Um, when the pandemic started, uh, all of the businesses shut down. And what did he do? 
he chose to have an attitude that's going to work through his business shutting down and he found he went and bought a pressure washer and just i guess wandered through neighborhoods pressure washing people's driveways to make men ends meet when he had to do it it's because he chose to have a good attitude when circumstances were not ideal in romans 12 2 we have a elaboration on what having an attitude is and it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You're going to show up to work, and you have to choose to be happy. You choose to love your spouse daily. You choose to do your homework, and you choose to honor your parents. A driver chooses their attitude. A passenger is usually like an autopilot in a Tesla. They're watching Harry Potter from the driver's passenger side seat, and their car has an accident and they die. We have, you cannot go through just consuming and passively living your own life. People often say things like, well, my boss sucks, or my parents just don't understand, or I hate school. And the last part of this is having what's called persistent fortitude. It means you have the determination and response to tough situations. In that statement that Jesus made previously about carrying your own cross, in John 19, 17, he put um, his own, you know, proverbial, like, money where his mouth is. That sounds wrong. That's right. Okay. Uh, my own ignorance was coming back. Um, John 19, he says, carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, and there they crucified him. It was 100% action in the moment. You either do it or you don't. In the Olympics, Simone Biles. She got a lot of grief during the middle of the Olympics because she showed up. She got this thing that happens to gymnasts called the twisties. She lost her ability to like focus and stay on level ground mentally. She couldn't focus on her task. People got on the radio. Twitter started being the toilet wall. And it basically people said that she was un-American or she was overhyped. And she focused herself. She came back a few days later and she ended up getting a medal because she took ownership of her own experience. Ownership at work means taking initiative, doing things before you're asked, and working at a high standard for yourself and others, and even mastering the task that you're given. Ownership in school, if you're in college, means you're motivated and you're engaged and self-directed. It means that you monitor your own progress and you're able to reflect on the mastery of your own subject. You take owner of your lear learning process by you know, setting personal education goals as opposed to just being handed to them by a professor. You look at your professor more as a guide and not the be-all, end-all instructor. Um, so how do you know if you've taken ownership and you're a leader and you have been in the driver's seat? Well, the simple answer is this. Someone asked to be a passenger with you. That's how you know you've become a leader. Why is Kevin Lyles considered a leader when it comes to money? Because for over 20 years, 40 years, I don't know how old you are, 55, <laughs> 78. It's because, it's, because he is, it's because he's budgeted himself financially. He's been part of capital planning in his work. It's because he has run several businesses. Why is Randy Jumper considered a leader when it comes to scripture? It's because for years he has studied it. Why is my wife considered a leader in her profession? Is because she has educated hundreds of students that are now in their profession. 
Um, why does Donovan Hall considered one of the most loving people in our church? Because for years, he has loved people in our church. Jesus did this with all of us in Philippians 2, 7 through 8. He says, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and by becoming like, human be- becoming like a human being. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross. So this is the moment where you have to choose, Mike mentioned here, what you're going, what area you're going to take ownership of. You have to look at the areas of your life where you feel like you are a passenger, like life is taking you on it, and for you to become a driver of that and decide what parts of your life you have to take ownership of and stop just being a passenger and become a driver.